Hey, I'm Tuana with Destiny Education, and welcome to the Hanging with the Fellows podcast. Today is our very first episode, and of course, I'm thrilled to be here. But let me tell you a little bit about what's going on with Hanging with the Fellows. So as you can tell by the sound of my voice or happen to be watching this on MP4, that I am a female. And so some of you will say, hey, how are you going to be hanging with the fellows? Well, first off, I always hang with the fellows. That ain't nothing new. And second of all, you got me because I'm not afraid of how you feel. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real and tell you exactly how it goes. So you would be amazed at the number of men who are terrified to work with me because they don't like the insight that they get. And so that's how I got picked for this role. So let me tell you a little about my story. You know, I um, my Jesus found me when I was 31, so about 19 years ago. I was in a mess. Gentlemen, I was, my life was a mess in every way that a life could be a mess. And I got to tell you that when I went to church, I went to church to prove this Jesus thing wasn't for everybody. And, well, I walked away in a crazy state crazy, crazy, having had a crazy experience. And it had nothing to do with the people, but it had everything to do with having a real encounter with Jesus. And as a result of that, it forever changed my life. I went home that night from church and uh, called up a friend of mine who was always touting God this, God that, God the other, Jesus this, Jesus that. And I said, I need to borrow a Bible. And she was not really sure what had happened but they keep all keep telling me something was different, but none of them have ever been able to define for me what was really different. But I'll tell you what was different. That night, instead of going to bed, I stayed up all night and I read that Bible cover to cover. I don't think I've ever read a book that fast in my life. And so um, from that point on, I have been walking with Jesus and I have seen some things that would just cause your mind to explode. And I have experienced some things that are truly, truly uh, miraculous on every level. And so really one of the key points of this podcast is how to live the Jesus way. Because so many of you come to me and those that I work with, right? And they say, it's hard to live for Jesus. But I want you to understand something. It's not hard to live for Jesus. Living for Jesus is actually very simple. What's hard is letting go of the illusion that this world gives you of the control that you think you have. Because at the end of the day, when we are raised, we are taught that we are in control of our destiny. We are in control of our life. And the reality is, is that preparation and opportunity meeting is what gives us the illusion of control. And sometimes we're prepared, but the opportunity doesn't arrive or the opportunity arrives, but we're not prepared. Any way you look at it, that alters your ability to control things and really enhances that illusion of control. But serving Jesus is simple. There's two rules. Love the Lord with all your heart, might, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, loving that neighbor is not always easy because you got to get past your own biases and all this. But the reality is, is that as you begin to grow in that area, you begin to understand that people, for the most part, are really just going through something. They're coming out of something or they're going into something. 
And with Jesus, the other thing that makes it really simple is that everything is black and white. There are no shades of gray. What's wrong is wrong and what's right is right. So here's the deal. I am not doing an altar call at the end of this podcast every week. That's not what this is about. This is about bringing you to a place where you have the strength to start walking in your kingdom and your kingship, what your birthright was. That's what our focus is always going to be from day to day, from week to week, from moment to moment. I'm just glad that you guys are here to kind of hang with us and join us on this walk. Let's talk about our first topic today, and that's birthing a king. It doesn't matter what your age is. The reality is, is that when you transition from the life in the secular to a life with Jesus, you have to go through what's called the birthing process. And although it's nowhere near as traumatic as when you were an infant, it it is still traumatic. And it's traumatic for the reasons that I stated previously, because you have to begin to detach from your life with the world and living the way that the world does. And that creates chaos and confusion in the mind of most of in the mind of most of you gentlemen you know you have a set way that you do things and then having to go to another man and ask him to give you guidance well that just is counterintuitive to everything that you know you know how to do things your way and your way is the way that you often like them but when you get to a place that you understand that when you're being birthed You only have to walk in Jesus's exact word in the very beginning. You only have to overcome that in the very beginning. Now, stay with me because you're going to think it. You're going to start thinking some craziness that I'm not saying. Just hold on there. So here's what I want you to understand. In the beginning, it's about setting the guidelines, the parameters with which you're to walk in. So it feels like, hey, this is this is hard, this is difficult, this is this, this is the other, but what's hard is the renewing of your mind because your mind has to be born brand new all over again. That's why it's called going through the birthing process because see, when you are going through the beginning, you have to learn all the avenues that you were misguided. And so that misguiding, that moment of misguiding is where the biggest struggle comes in. Because how do I rationalize, how do I marry what God says and Jesus say versus what the world expects me to do? You see, the difference between Western men, our men, is that we have allowed the poison within the American system to permeate who you are, your being, your thought process. You know, for as much as I may not be a fan of the Middle East in a lot of their ways, there are some things they have right, right, and some things they have way, way wrong. But let's focus on the things that they have way right right now. And one of them is is that they keep children within the realm of where children should be. Children do not have authority in a household, period. If you ain't paying the bills, you do not have an opinion. And because of the way that the U.S. has structured some things in their thinking that they were wise, they became fools. They often will try and put children in a situation where they get to make choices. They are not old enough, mature enough, wise enough, or educated enough to really understand. And so as men, they need their fathers to guide them through. But what happens? You end up with fathers 
who don't want to be a father. They get mad at the woman. They say, well, you should have taken care of that. That was a human life, y'all. And because of what? Your indiscretion? You want to have that baby terminated? Come on now. Is it easy? Of course not. But what is easier is to have not put yourself in that position to begin with. And so that thought process needs to realign. Because let me tell you, back in the world, I used to, I, I was like everybody else. I thought, I don't know how I keep ending up in these positions. Like I'm a victim, I'm this, I'm that. And then as my mindset began to grow with the way that my relationship with Jesus was growing, what ended up happening was that I began to see where I was making the mistake. I was walking into situations with my mind in a, in a position that it didn't need to be in. And so because of that, I would make choices that ended me up where I didn't want to be. And that's what's going on with a lot of you. So when you're going through the birthing process, it is painful because you have to be willing to let go of things that originally you're not willing to let go of. You don't understand the value. You hold things so tightly. Let me tell you the story of one of the gentlemen I'm working with. I love this man. He's one of my best friends. And he and his wife are, are on the outs right now. And so, you know, understand this. I'm very big in keep your hands off of certain situations. Like, I'm not interested in advising. I learned my lesson early in this walk as Jesus was, was kind of guiding me into this position where there are some men who are ready to grow and some men who are not. And one of the ways that you know when a man is ready to grow is that he's willing to take responsibility for his actions. And so before I tell you about this gentleman who's one of my best friends, I want to tell you about a client I want to add. And what he would do is he would come to me wanting information about how to handle something, right? And so I would give to him the biblical way of handling it. I would ask him questions. What is it that you want? What is it that you're seeing? So on down the line. And he would hear something that he didn't like. And you know what he would do? He would go tell everybody what I said. And when everybody disagreed with me, he wouldn't do it. Well, ultimately, what they were disagreeing with wasn't me. It was God's word because I wasn't giving him information from my perspective. My perspective had no place in his relationship. You feel me? And so what he would do is he would go out, he would get this consensus, and ultimately he ended up losing his marriage. He didn't just lose his marriage. He lost his kids. He created these situations that were absolute nightmares. Now I want to talk about this man who's really one of my best friends. And he drives me nuts. Like, we really are more like brother and sister. I just want to beat him up every day of the week. And it's funny because he's like, Tana, I want to know how you fight. So I, I do this thing with the boxing and the big arms and, you know, pretending like it's, it's some kind of bearing around. I know I've seen it in a movie somewhere, but I can't think of what movie it was. But it was super funny. Anyway, um... When he and his wife started having problems, he came and he said, you know, Tawana, how do I handle this? And so what's been beautiful is watching him grow up and grow into this king that he didn't know that he was, to watch him start to metamorphose. But what's equally as fascinating about all of this is having the opportunity to watch him go through his struggles. Because... It really is complicated as men 
to separate what you want from what God is asking you to do. And so what we have to understand is, is that we have to go as men, what, what is best is to start by going back and looking at what your issue is with men, what your relationship is with men, not so much your issue. Some of you have issues with men, but some of you, it's your relationship with men. So another gentleman that I worked with was from an abusive uh, family. His father abused daylights out of him, but here's the deal. His father abused daylights out of him ages ago, and at 60, he's still living under the same practices that he did at 14. You see, what worked at 14 doesn't work at 60. He should have already allowed himself to grow out of that by now, but he did not. And so what happens with a lot of you is that you'll get to a place where you have done so much to people that now people don't want to be a part of anything. You can only hurt people so many times before they just can't take being hurt anymore. And then it alters the way that they see you. It alters the way that they feel about you and what they think about you. And they just get to a place where there's just, there's nothing left. And that's the hard part is when you get to that place that there's absolutely nothing left. And so as you're going through this birthing process, you really want to be careful how you deal with the people around you because you're going to watch yourself begin to vomit and ooze nastiness. You're going to be rude to people. You're going to be disrespectful. You're going to start calling people out of their names more often. And this is all part of the purging of the birthing process. So when you think about it, when, when a baby comes through the birth canal, and the baby is fully out, there's still stuff left in that birth canal, and it's called the placenta and all of that. Well, as you're going through your birth canal at this point in time, what happens is all that stuff that normally you can keep hidden is going to start oozing out before you are even seen as your new person. And so when that happens... You got to learn to control what you say, how you say it, when you say it, and to whom you say it, because you can, through this process, destroy your entire family. And it's just, it's not, it's far better to not do it than to have to go back and apologize for it in this situation, because now you're dealing with human feelings. Now you're dealing with human emotions. Now you're creating situations where people are feeling some kind of way about you. And I really don't think that most of you want to go that route. You want to find a way to destroy your woman? Keep running your mouth with negativity and saying stuff to her. That's not okay. Keep going to her and telling her how you paid for everything or giving her the feeling that she is less than you because of all the things that you've done. And that's where the big change has to come when when you go through that birthing process is that understanding who God made you to be and what her role is and how she's supposed to work with you. You know, your wife, your wife-to-be, is her value is greater than rubies if you have chosen the right woman. Because remember this, just as there are two types of men, those who follow the Lord and those who don't, there's two types of women, those who follow the Lord and those who don't. 
And the ones that do are going to give you a very different experience than the ones that don't. The ones that don't are going to come with baggage that most of you don't want to deal with. But if you are not someone who follows the Lord, that's the, the realm you've put yourself into. And so don't be unequally yoked with someone who is a believer. Because at the end of the day, most women are not strong enough to stand up to unbelieving husbands. Just as believing husbands are not as are not usually strong enough to stand up to non-believing wives. There's a reason that we don't cross that. Here's what I want to give you as a summation of today's podcast. The birthing process is going to be a challenge because you're going to be forced to go through things that you wouldn't normally have to go through. You're going to have to make decisions that are going to be hard. It's about getting off of your agenda and allowing your mind to be renewed daily through Christ's agenda and understanding that he's not doing this or allowing this to happen to you because he hates you. He's allowing this to happen to you so that you can shine and be the best version of yourself. Take that, chew on it. I'll see you next week.